and welcome to another Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chalk. And if you haven't listened to the podcast before, where the hell have you been? Forget your Russos, your Bischoffs, your Disco Infernos. What we do on here, unlike them, is give our honest opinion on the things that we like or dislike from all the goings-on in professional wrestling from shows like WWE Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT 2.0, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, as well as pay-per-views, premium live events, some indie shows, as well as talking about the latest news doing the rounds. Hello everyone, hope you're well. I am here today because WWE have had another episode of Smackdown on Friday night, so I'm here to review it. And we'll see if it was any good or not. So let's get into it. They started off with the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. And this was great. Uh, Giovanni Vinci and Ridge Holland started off the match. Uh, Vinci hit a springboard crossbody. Butch got a great reaction when he came into the match. Uh, Gunther chopped the hell out of him though. Sheamus and Gunther briefly go face to face. The crowd went mad for this but they went to a break which is a bit of a weird place to put it when we come back Imperium do their double drop kick thing in the corner on Ridge Holland they work him over uh, Gunther comes in and gets rid of Sheamus and Butch off the apron Ridge Holland comes back with a spine buster though Butch gets a hot tag and he runs wild he hits a sick German suplex on I think Vinci for two. Uh, he locks on arm bars on both Vinci and Kaiser. Uh, Gunther though pulls him out to the apron and then just nails him with a chop. Uh, Sheamus and Gunther again briefly go at it, but Gunther quickly tags out. Uh, Giovanni Vinci lays out Butch with a lariat as they go to another break. We come back and Gunther has got Butch in a Boston Crab. There were massive We Want Sheamus chants at this point. He then gets the hot tag and he runs wild. He does his beats of the Baldron, or whatever the hell it's called, on Kaiser. He has a rolling senton on Vinci. He then hits white noise to Kaiser, who takes him down into Vinci. He then goes for a bro kick on Kaiser, but hits Vinci instead. Holland gets tagged in and delivers a clothesline to the back of the head of Ludwig Kaiser. This is when Gunther comes in and doesn't just break up a pin, but instead smashes Holland with a chop in the back. All six men go at it then. Uh, Vinci catches a blockbuster attempt by Butch and just drills him with a brain buster. And all of this ends when Kaiser and Vinci hit their finisher on Ridge Holland for the win. I thought it was a great opening match. A lot of fun. Uh, Sheamus, well the whole group actually really over. Sheamus seems to be one of the biggest baby faces in WWE. Amazing what one banger in the UK can do. Really good stuff, this. Talking of good stuff, the Usos and Sami Zayn come out to the ring. Uh, 
Uh, Sammy dances to the ring to the Usos music first off. He then grabs a mic and says that the bloodline is in your city. And he gets everyone to throw their ones up. Uh, Jay cuts him off and reminds us that Roman Reigns is still the champion. I was just pissing myself at Sami Zayn through all of this. Uh, Jimmy then welcomes the newest member of the bloodline, that of course being Solo Sokoa. Solo comes out and says, you come for his family, he comes for you, and he's here to stay. Uh, Drew comes out then with a chair in his hand. The bloodline all bail out of the ring, apart from Solo Sokoa who holds his ground. Drew catches him in the midsection, and then goes to take him out with a shot to the back, but Sammy comes in and sacrifices himself, as well as saving Solo Sokoa, and takes a chair shot in his back instead. I was really impressed with the poise and the crowd work of Solo Sokoa during his brief promo, and he really looked the part with these guys. But... It is Sami Zayn that just makes all this so entertaining. I love him. It's so good. Elia and Raquel Rodriguez then take on Toxic Attraction, who have been officially called up to the SmackDown roster. Uh, JC Jane and Raquel Rodriguez start off the match where Raquel just overpowers her. She tags in Elia. Rodriguez throws her partner into Jane. Toxic Attraction soon get the better of her, though, because she's useless, and work her over. Uh, Rodriguez again comes in. Aaliyah takes out Dolan with a spear. Rodriguez hits the Tejana bomb on JC Jane, and that's the end of that. I have to be honest and say that this was crap. Raquel Rodriguez was okay, actually. It might be being a bit harsh. I do like her, but the rest of it was just clunky rubbish. Um, Aaliyah, or more exact, her character, is really starting to piss me off now. She's useless. Uh, or the character is useless. And why is she just happy to be there? She's a bloody champion, for God's sake. Yeah, didn't like this. We then had this fatal five-way elimination match to see who will face Liv Morgan at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. It was Zia Lee versus Sonya Deville versus Natalia versus Lacey Evans versus Ronda Rousey. Everyone takes out Ronda early, because you would do. Uh, Lacey Evans hits Natalia with a women's right. Sonya hits Evans with a running knee. Ronda, though, Pulls her out of the ring and just walks in the ring, locks in an armbar and makes Natalia tap out. She's gone from the match. Ronda and Sonya then simultaneously tap out Lacey Evans and Zaya Lee, which leads them to fight. Uh, Sonya locks her in a sleeper hold and the only way that Ronda can get out of it is by rolling to the outside and just basically throwing Sonya into the barricade. Back in the ring, she hits... Piper's pit and then locks in an ankle lock and Sonya has to tap out. Uh, look, there was only ever going to be one winner of this. 
but the problem I have is that it makes the rest of the women's division look really weak, which isn't good as they've been trying to rebuild it. Um, I get that they're trying to re-establish Ronda as a badass, which you should do. But I think this may have been a bit of a misfire for me. We then had the Maximum Male Models teaming with Los Lotharios to take on Hit Row and the Street Profits. And this was a lot of fun. Uh, Mansoir gets flipped on his face right at the start of this. Top Dollar squashes him in the corner and then a big lariat by Montez Ford as they go to a break. When we come back, Mansoir is in control of Ashanti. Uh, after a double back elbow thing from the maximum male models the camera sort of pans out and then they do this pose thing which I popped for because I'm weird but I thought this was great more of this in their matches please Humberto then takes out his own partner with a suicide dive uh, Dawkins gets the hot tag and nearly pounces Humberto out of the ring from the centre he takes everyone out. Ashanti flip dives off the apron. Uh, Dawkins does a big dive as well over the top rope. Top dollar and teases one. But uh, Maxine Dupree gets up on the apron. B-Fab deals with her, gets with her. Hit Row then hit their finisher on Mansoir to win the match. This probably means nothing and it's not really going to go anywhere but I just thought it was really good fun. Had fun watching this. And sometimes that's all you need in wrestling. Just a bit of fun. Alpha Academy were then here on SmackDown. Chad Gable says they are back where the Academy was born on SmackDown. He says they're here to ruin Braun Strowman's return because he stuck his stupid hands into their match on Monday Night Raw, which they were going to win. He says if Otis saw him come in, he would have decimated him. He then goes after all the local Seattle, Seattle sports teams. This is when Strowman comes out and just destroys them and ends up powerbombing Otis, which was really impressive. Now, I don't like the fact that Gable is getting destroyed every week, or Otis for that matter, but uh, Strowman did look great here. And it all went over really well with the fans in attendance. And that's the main thing. I kind of hope there is a storyline reason for why Braun is going after the tag teams though. And I actually have faith now in WWE to, to turn this into a story beat. I kind of hope that it may be the return of Wyatt family or something. But we'll see. The main event was Drew McIntyre versus Solo Sokoa. Uh, Drew goes straight after Solo with hard strikes, clothesline, and a future shock DDT out of nowhere. He sets up for the Claymore, but the Usos manage to pull Solo out of the ring as they go to a break. As we come back, Solo hits a Samoan drop. Uh, Jay gets a few cheap shots in behind the referee's back. Solo hits a belly to belly that gets a two count 
He then does the Umaga hip attack in the corner. Uh, Drew comes back with some clotheslines, though. Back elbow, German, release, release German, and a na- neck breaker. Uh, the Usos get involved again, and Drew goes to dive out onto all of them. But Sami Zayn grabs his legs. Uh, Drew brings him in the ring, goes to Claymore him, but Solo hits him with a super kick for two. Behind the referee's back, the Usos take out Drew. Uh, the Street Profits then come out and help Drew out. Uh, Montez Ford hits a massive crossbody off the top. Drew then Claymore Solo out of the ring. And then Karrion Cross appears in the ring and he just chokes out Drew as the picture sort of goes to black and white and then eventually fades to black as the show goes off the air I really enjoyed the match right up until the end it was just weird for me now I know it was meant to give uh, sort of put over that Drew was going out I get that but it sort of ruined my enjoyment of the match. Um, I like the fact that it's going to be Karrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre at some point, probably Extreme Rules, but I think they could have done it a little bit better. And I'm not going to say that this episode was great, but it was a lot of fun and really enjoyable. Most of it I enjoyed. Just a shame about the ending for me. But we'd love to hear what you thought of the show or any other wrestling you may have watched. And you can do that by getting on in touch on Twitter. I'm at AdamChalk8 on there. Go to the Tusk Talks Wrestling Facebook page as well. While you're at it, please subscribe, comment and leave a review to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. Look out for more podcasts dropping in your feeds over the next few days. The AW Rampage review is already out now. I will be back with the all-new Monday show tomorrow where we will put Amanda to the test with the first Quiz Amanda segment and so much more. But until then, I've been Adam Chalk. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time.